Hi everyone, it's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Thanks so much for joining us, everyone. I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, And I think what you want to do right out of the gate, grab yourself a little notepad and uh, a pen or pencil. Get ready to take some notes because my guest today is W. Bailey Smith of TLD Law. He's been on the show many times before, and he's always one of the highest-ranked shows that we do and today should be no different. He's going to talk about the 10 biggest mistakes that he's seen uh, that people make in their estate planning, which is something a lot of people think, you know, now I don't need to do that so much because the the uh, the tax limits are so high, the tax exemptions, I should say. But, you know, that's not the case. That's not the case, and he's going to tell you why. So, W. Bailey Smith. Bailey, welcome to the show. Uh, thanks so much for joining us once again. Thank you, Bill. I really appreciate it. So today we're talking about the... 10 biggest mistakes in estate planning. Number one, I would say, is failing to plan your estate. That is, are you a procrastinator? If you don't have a personal estate plan, don't worry. Jerry Brown has written a plan for you. But I want to point out Jerry Brown's plan is the most expensive type of plan to have because you'll be facing probate, perhaps a conservatorship, a guardianship, and potential death taxes of 40%. So why would you want to leave your property to the state of California to dictate where your property would pass or who would raise your children? Don't be a procrastinator. Don't let Jerry Brown plan your estate. Mistake number two. And Bailey, Bailey, if I I may interject, uh, if you're listening, you know, people listen to this show because it's on the Internet all over the country, all over the world. Jerry Brown is the governor, Cal- governor of California, if you're not familiar with that. And uh, you you also have a governor in your state or, or somebody in your country that has that default plan, right? So it's the government's backup plan, and it's, it's not something you want to have any part of. Exactly. It's the most expensive type of plan to have. So mistake number two is leaving your assets unprotected. That is, not protecting your children's inheritance. How are you leaving your assets to your children? If you're like most people, your estate plan says something like this. I leave everything I have to my spouse and then to my children outright free of trust. That is, you're leaving your assets unprotected to your kids, and they can lose the assets in a divorce, in a car accident, or in a bankruptcy. I've been an attorney for 47 years, and I've been showing clients how to protect the family money and keep it in a family trust so that predators and creditors 
could be avoided. How would you feel if your children never enjoyed their inheritance? So what I try and tell people is you can protect their inheritance by leaving it to them in ongoing trust. Your kids can't create this type of protection for themselves. This is something you have to protect for them. And the way I like to compare this is imagine a flatbed truck with all of your assets packed into it. And as you move these assets down the road to your children and grandchildren, they're going to be lost along the way to curves, to bumps. That's the IRS. That's the predators and creditors. So a better way to leave your assets to your children rather than the flatbed truck, which is outright unprotected, is to put them into an armored car and make sure that in spite of the bumps along the road or the turns or twists, that they all get down to their children, your children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Bailey, that's one of the things you do the best is to to conjure up an image for people. Uh, For those of you listening, I was just at a workshop that Bailey put on, and he really does a great job conjuring up images and helping people really understand these 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 premises that are very important. But Bailey, one thing I, I have a question for you. Go on to number three. How many times have you seen people or had people come to you and say, um, "My husband or wife uh, just died suddenly. Something something totally unexpected happened." Uh, I know it's not a lot of the time, but it happens, right? Yes. And my point is, is that we imagine our lives going to be for a certain amount of time, and then we're going to go hopefully peacefully in our sleep. That's not always the case. And so these first two points of getting your planning done so you're ready for whatever might happen, and number two, you don't know the circumstances of your death or, or when you leave this earth, you might have been in, uh, at fault in a horrible car crash and all of your assets for your children and grandchildren and your spouse might be at risk because of something that happened that caused you to pass away, right? Yep, that's true. So, you know, that that's where all of these things really come in and, and make a lot of sense. So I'm sorry to interrupt. Absolutely. All right, mistake number three, not having a current health care proxy in your wallet. Do you want to become the next Terry Scheibel? As you recall, Terry Scheibel was a young gal who was brain dead because of a heart attack at 28, but because she didn't have anything written out, saying that she did not want to be kept alive artificially. There was a dispute within her family, and she was kept alive unnecessarily for the next four years before they turned off the life support. So it's important that you have a current advanced health care directive and a HIPAA document to make the decision to get off life support if there is no hope of any recovery. According to the American Medical Association, 78% of the people in the emergency rooms today don't have a current health care directive, don't have a current HIPAA document, and it delays the decisions the doctors make. So we always want to make sure you have a current HIPAA and health care directive. We want to make sure you have it with you in a wallet form with immediate access via the Internet or a toll-free number so that the doctors can pull that up right away. An example of this would be my client in Cabo San Lucas last year, massive heart attack, and the doctor down in Cabo said, I can't make any decisions 
until I know what medications you're on, what you're allergic to, and who's in charge. And my client said, look in my wallet. I have all that in this wallet card. So make sure you have your healthcare proxy available and in your wallet at all times and not just locked up at the bank. Mistake number four, waiting too long to update your plan. Do you have a living trust or do you have a living nightmare? Outdated documents can be worse than no estate plan at all. You need to update your plan at least every five years to make sure that everything is in order. Most attorneys don't charge for those visits, and sometimes there's nothing that needs to be done. Other times it needs to be fine-tuned. Outdated documents can put your estate in serious jeopardy. For instance, a client of mine here in Newport Beach, I had done an estate plan 30 years ago, and I kept trying to get him to come back in to review everything, and he didn't want to come in and take the time. And then he died at age 90, and we discovered that we were going to go through a probate because he hadn't fully funded the trust. So go back to see your attorney at least every five years to make sure Schedule A has a listing of all the assets, and that's the plan that you currently want to implement. Mistake number five, where is your beneficiary designation form? Many families are passing big parts of their inheritance in the form of 401ks and IRAs, but some families are getting into messes because of missing beneficiary designation forms. Retirement accounts like IRAs, 401ks, require the owners to fill out specific forms naming the beneficiaries. These are called beneficiary designation forms. Beneficiary designation forms are different than your will. Beneficiary designation forms are a separate document independent of your will. Your IRA 401k will not pass according to your will. It only passes according to your beneficiary designation form. You need to get organized and disaster-proof your IRAs and 401ks. Name a primary beneficiary for every IRA you own and a secondary beneficiary in case your primary beneficiary dies. And you need to get copies of those forms that show where you want your IRAs to go from each custodian. If I could interject here, Bailey, before we get on to the next one. You know, uh, this is a common problem that we hear a lot of case studies about where people forgot to do these basic things. And I guess one question that people have, and it may be more of a tax question, so don't answer if it's not in your field of expertise. Some people might ask, well, why shouldn't I just make my living trust my beneficiary of my IRA or my 401K, and that way I don't have to worry about it in the future? because that will cost big income taxes. So you want to postpone any income taxes. You want your spouse to be able to do a rollover, spousal rollover, tax-free. Do not make the IRA or the 401K or the retirement plan payable to your living trust. That's a disaster. Primary person should be your spouse. Secondary person should be your adult children. Good point. Okay, and that's because... The, uh, the government wants to collect taxes on that money eventually, and there are rules as to how you can pull money out based on your age. And a trust doesn't have a date of birth. It has a trust date, 
but uh, it's very important to make sure those are individuals. Great point. I just wanted to reiterate that for our listeners because I hear that a lot. Mistake number six, holding property in joint tenancy rather than community property and not benefiting from the double step-up in basis. So married clients should hold title to their appreciating assets in community property, not joint tenancy. Joint tenancy is an income tax disaster. And this is best illustrated by an example. Suppose you bought stock a long time ago for 50000 Today it's worth 250000 If you sold it today, the difference between your cost of 50000 and the fair market value of 250000 is subject to a long-term capital gains tax. However, if you held on to that same stock until one of you died, if you held title in joint tenancy, only 100000 would be subject to taxes because you get a partial step-up value in basis. But if you held title of that stock in community property and one of you died, there's a double step-up value in basis, so zero is subject to tax. So the message here is community property is best. Joint tenancy is an income tax disaster. Mistake number seven, not hiring experts to advise you. Here in Orange County, there are 15,000 attorneys, all of them claiming to be estate planning experts. Only one-half of 1% of the 15,000 attorneys have been certified by the State Bar of California as experts. Well, how do you become certified? Well, after five years of specialization and you get recommendations from your peers, you're allowed to take a second bar exam. And if you pass it, then you're allowed to hold out your shingle as not only an attorney, but one that's certified as an estate tax planning expert. It's like if you had chest pains, would you go to the walk-in clinic to see a general practice doctor, or would you want to go see a cardiologist? So attorneys, like doctors, are very specialized today. It's important that you see an expert when it comes to estate planning. Mistake number eight, thinking that you don't have to worry about Medi-Cal planning because you have a living trust. Statistically, 50% of us will end up someday in a nursing home. Nursing homes are expensive. Sometimes they cost over $100,000 or more per year. Long-term care insurance is an option for some people, but too expensive for others. Because if you don't use the nursing care benefits, you and your family lose the premiums you deposited into the policy. Medi-Cal Asset Protection Trust can protect you from these costs. Medi-Cal Asset Protection Trust can be used to protect your home, stocks, and other assets for the benefit of your children. Mistake number nine, not having the right tax provisions in your plan. Most married couples have created something called an AB trust when the death tax exemption was only 600000 because they wanted to double protection to a million two. However, now the death tax exemption has been going up. For a long time, it was set at 600000 Then it was increased to a million, two million. And the current death tax exemption has gone all the way up to 11 million. Most families 
no longer have to worry about death taxes, and therefore you might want to get rid of your old AB trust to make it easier for the surviving spouse. So how does the AB trust work? Well, at the first death, it becomes rather complex and confusing because the decedent share of the estate goes into the B trust, that stands for bypass. The survivor share goes into the A trust, that's revocable. The B trust becomes irrevocable. And you have to divide the assets between the A and the B trust, often requiring a CPA or an attorney to help you. And then after the death of one of you, the surviving spouse has to set up two separate bank accounts, one for the A trust, one for the B trust. And then the surviving spouse has to file two income tax returns on the A trust, two income tax returns on the B trust for the rest of her life. It's complicated. Most people no longer need the old AB type of arrangement. They don't have to worry about taxes because the exemption is now $11 million. Also, children are upset when they discover their parents had an old AB trust because it forces the children to pay income taxes on the assets they get from the B trust. And finally, our tenth biggest mistake in estate planning is trying to scrimp on estate plans. People don't seem to understand there are many different types of trusts out there. There are simple trusts, there are AB trusts, there are ABC trusts, revocable trusts, irrevocable trusts, testamentary trusts, types of trusts called DRITs, DRATs, GRUTs, QPERTs, QDOTs, legacy trusts, dynasty trusts. Some of these dynasty trusts are only for one generation. Some were for two generations. Some were for three generations. I just did one for a family for 360 years. So what I'm trying to say is there are many different types of trusts, and many of them are more expensive depending on the benefits that you want to receive from them. And I think you have to remember you pretty much get what you pay for. If you don't hire the right advisors, you'll end up with some big problems later on when you die. So my tenth biggest mistake is you don't want to scrimp on your estate plan. In fact, there are two things in life you don't want to scrimp on. One is your parachute, and two, your estate plan. And the reason being is you only have to use the parachute or the estate plan once and it better work. So in a nutshell, <laughs> those are Great. then the ten most important things to consider in planning your estate today after President Trump's new tax law. Those are great tips, all squeezed into about 17 minutes of wisdom of that has that you've amassed over the years, Bailey. When people come to you with and say they had an um, uh, inexperienced attorney, or maybe worse, they went online and tried to do their own work, um, how often do you find that those types of arrangements uh, are fine as they are, or do, is that where people need some really major overhauls? Well, I think everybody, in light of the new tax law, should meet with their attorney and have it reviewed, hopefully by somebody who's certified as an estate planning specialist. Uh, otherwise, they're asking for problems later on. And particularly, the children are going to be upset with mom and dad if they kept the old AB trust 
and the surviving spouse is going to be upset by the complications and the confusion of trying to split the assets between the revocable trust and the irrevocable trust, keeping the assets separate, doing the accounting, and the burden of ongoing filing for income tax returns each and every year. So now's the time to think in terms of updating the documents. Also, you want to make sure you have a current durable power for your property to avoid a conservatorship. That's important. Groucho Marx is one of the examples of people who didn't keep his estate current and ended up in a conservatorship, and he could have avoided the conservatorship if he had a durable power for property. Now, for those listening, and maybe it's the first time you're, you're hearing Bailey, but I just went to a workshop he put on not too long ago where the room was literally packed. I don't know, were there 120, 150 people there, Bailey? Yes. Yeah, it was, it was packed. And the buzz was that a lot of these people were Bailey's clients. A lot of them had just found out about him or were told about him by some of these existing clients. And the buzz was, well, what Bailey says is this. Bailey Smith is an expert. It's what he does. He is known as the trust doctor. He fixes trusts. So, Bailey, when people come to you, they, they might be, they might say, well, boy, that sounds like it's, it's going to be really, really uh, over my head. Um, tell our listeners w- what you would do if they were to give you a call or, or make an appointment to, to review their current situation. What, what's, what's the first step for them? Sure. Well, I send out a client questionnaire because I need to know what the assets consist of. I ask them to bring in their current documents. I want to see what they have in terms of a will, trust, health care directive, durable power. And I review all that either in my Irvine office or in my Long Beach office. There's no cost, no obligation. I sit down with them and ask them what they want to achieve, and then I give them several proposals and then they have to decide whether or not they want to go ahead or if they want to keep what they have. So there's no cost, no obligation to get a second opinion. Excellent. And so how do they best get in touch with you to, to get that second opinion? They can call my paralegal at 949-833-8891. Her name is Irene. Uh, and ask for a client questionnaire. I have a 55-page booklet. I'll be glad to send out to them in advance. I have a, a DVD I'll send out to them if they'd like to uh, hear more about this and uh, be happy to meet with clients. I don't act as a trustee myself. I don't act as an executor. But when somebody dies, I help them through the process of trust administration. And I work here at TLD. We have 15 attorneys. And... Uh, we have thousands of people we've helped over the past. I've been doing this for over 47 years. That's a tremendous amount of experience. And, you know, if you're wondering how to find out more, all you got to do is put it in your Google search engine, uh, Bailey Smith, and it comes right up to the top, right what you want to see, a nice picture of you on there, Bailey, and it tells all about um, uh, who you are, what your experience is about the TLD law firm and what they do. And by the way, uh, if you're in Southern California, you don't have to travel far because they, you have offices all over the place, right? Exactly. Also, I have a website called yourtrustyourtrustdoctor.com. And I've looked that one up, and, and doctor is abbreviated to DR, right? 
Yes. Your trust dr so for doctor dot com. Yes. And you know it's a just a you're you're just such a great resource, and I really appreciate you coming on and helping our listeners get really the meat of the matter. In in less than, in less than twenty minutes, you went through the top ten mistakes that uh, that people make in their estate planning, and a tremendous amount of advice and. Uh, you're so approachable. Uh, so many of your clients spoke so highly of you at your event. It was really heartwarming to see that. And again, I want to thank you for coming on and helping our listeners out today, Bailey. Once again, you've uh, you've come through with uh, great information, very clearly explained. Thank you, Bill. Hey, everybody. It's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. One of the questions I get asked the most is, how do I grow the value of my business? I'm so busy working in it, I need to work on it. So we've created a special report for you on 10 tips to grow the value of your business. Just text the word DRIVERS to 44222 to get a special free report right to your inbox. That's DRIVERS to 44222. Text DRIVERS to 44222. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 